Reading from the <clears throat> Priyat Bhagavatamrita, chapter 4, text 84. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Ityutva Hanuman Mata Pandaveya Yashashvini Uplutya Munina Mahur Nityati Vakti Chaksha Parikshit Maharaj said, O Mother, <coughs> O celebrated wife of the son of the Pandavas, after Hanuman said this, he repeatedly jumped up into the air, higher and higher, joining the sage Narada in dancing. He then continued to speak. Commentary. When pure devotees are glorified, Everyone in relation to them is glorified, including their families and disciples. Uttara, to whom Parikshit is speaking, is both his mother and the wife of Abhimanyu, who is referred here to Pand Pandavea, <clears throat> because he was the son of Arjuna and Subhadra. Thus, Srimati Uttara shared in the Pandava's glory by marriage and by being Parikshit's mother. Om Ajnana Timarandasya Jnananjana <clears throat> Shalakaya Taksur Unmalatamyena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishnam Dapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Pancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayebhacha Patitanam Pabhanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo namo namah. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasude Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare, 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 Rama, Hare, Rama, 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 Hare, Hare. <coughs> so we've been studying this Brihad Bhagavatamrita, the search for the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. 
But uh, greetings from Govardhan. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right now, every day at... Uh, One o'clock, I take a power walk down the Prikram path, and uh, there's a sadhu, Roti Baba, who does Prasad distribution. And I bring his kitri back here for lunch. Uh, nice seeing sadhus. People who are simple and devoted to God just has this little sh shanty, kind of, yeah, shanty, I think it's called. Maybe that's the wrong word. On the side of the Prickrum path where he has his kitchen. Um, and of course, the weather is beautiful now because it's a little colder. <clears throat> so the midday is really the most nice, nicest weather. Um, anyway, this Priyad Bhagavatamrita, this journey um, through devotion and to devotion. It's seeking the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. And in that journey, <clears throat> we get to observe and hopefully experience the same thing that Narada Muni is seeing and experiencing. He's seeing great devotees who are completely attached to Krishna and have no envy, which is exactly the opposite of the consciousness that brought us to the material world. What brought us to the material world? Icha, Dvesha, Samutena. Dvandva Mohena Bharata. Icha Dvesha. Desire and hate. <clears throat> and the opposite of this will bring us out of the material world. Detachment and freedom from hate. And that's what the Bhagavatam and the Brihad Bhagavatam Rita presents exclusively, militantly, dharma, kaitava, projitatra, nematsaranam satam. Dharma, kaitava, cheating religion, any type of sacrifice or, or religious activity, that has Icha and Dvesha. When you have Icha, you have Dvesha. When you have desire, you have hate. 
You hate those who are antithetical to your desire. Not even if they do anything, if they represent that they're better than you, that's against your desire. So, nematsara anam satam, devotee is near matsara, he's without hate. And without hate means without any fruitive endeavor. However subtle that may be, desire comes along with hate. And when we see in this journey, it's so marked and so attractive that there are devotees that are detached and dira, dira, janapriyo, piyakaro, nematsura, no Dira dira jana priyo piyakaro nirmatsaro pujata. Again, nirmatsara. They're worshipable because they're not envious. Dira dira. And because they're not envious, dira dira jana priyo, they're dear to the people who are dira and adira. Adira means not sober, ruffians. The ruffians also like them because the ruffians see these people are not in competition for my controlment and enjoyment. So this is supposed to inspire us to follow. I always quote Voltaire, that which we appreciate gradually comes to us. So anyway, in this journey, <clears throat> now we're seeing the non-enviousness of Hanuman as he's glorifying the Pandavas as greater than him, which can be done when you have no false ego, because that false ego is attached to the sense of superiority. And it's it, it, that envy is so deep, it's within us all. If we introspect a little bit, we'll see people who, even if we don't act against them, even if intellectually we understand, but we, we feel we're not their well wishes. Well, how did Prabhupada sign his letters? You're ever well wisher. If you have envy, you're not well wishers of others because it goes against your desire for superiority. So particularly why, and then we see there's such enthusiasm, nisyat utsahan nisyat daryat, these qualities mentioned in Upadeshamrita, which are, are favorable. Utsahan, enthusiasm. 
Utsahan. Um, yeah, because you, when you appreciate a goal, you move towards it, happily move towards it. And that's what enthusiasm is. When you move towards something uh, and you're excited about it because you have faith in it. So the devotee is enthusiastic, but his faith, his objective, his experience is devotion and those who possess devotion. So now, um, Hanuman is because he, he's glorifying the Pandavas, and there's one point, and, and we've seen this previously in the Brihad Bhagavatamrita. I'm forgetting what section, but there's one point that really enlivens him about the Pandavas that they've conquered Krishna by their love. When you conquer someone, your desires rule them. You lose your, your freedom. It's the same thing. It can be by force or, or by love. But not, not by love, by... When you have devotion for someone because they're re reciprocal, Prabhupada said Krishna is responsive. That's what a person means. So they're responsive. And, and when the devotee, their force of love and surrender is so powerful that Krishna is forced to reciprocate and he becomes bhaktivatsula, he becomes attached to his devotee. And when you're attached to something or someone, it rules you. Someone who's detached, they can't be ruled. Just uh, that was the classic, the qualification of a Brahmin. It is he had to be detached because the duty of a Brahmin in society is to speak the truth. And if you are attached, the powers that be can control you by threatening or, or, or either by taking away your attachments or by satisfying your attachments. They can control you. But in the previous days, the Brahmins, they, they would, it's so necessary. I can see that today. It's so necessary for people to speak the truth, but very few people do it. Because, because they can be controlled by those who have material power over them, who can 
move the world either for their desire or against their desire to control them. But a Brahmin can't be controlled. Anyway, Krishna responds to the unalloyed devotion of his devotees and they become, they can control Krishna. They become conquered by that love. When you become conquered by love, you do whatever the other person wants to please them. When you become conquered by someone's love, it means that you love them. And therefore you'll do whatever you you'll do whatever you can to please them. And you'll be ruled by their desires. So Hanuman is marveling that Krishna, although he's the supreme personality of Godhead, um, he becomes the charioteer driver of, of the Pandavas, of Arjuna. And I, I always make this point, and I haven't heard it spoken in many places, but the first place, time that we see Krishna in both the Bhagavad Gita and the Bhagavatam is in the same place. We first see our God as the chariot driver of Arjuna. And because it's in the book, our main book about Krishna and our main book spoken about Krishna, it has it, it's very significant. It means something. And it shows the supremacy of God in terms of his love. It's not a weakness. It's actually a strength. Love is the greatest power. And Krishna is the supreme enjoyer. God means the supreme enjoyer, which means the supreme controller. Because you can't be the supreme enjoyer without the supreme being the supreme controller. But he's... Oh, this is better now. But... But we see him, he's, he's, he's serving his devotee and he's conquered by him. And, and that's not a weakness. It's a weakness rather if you're impersonal and, you're, and you don't reciprocate love. And you're not moved. We all have that personal experience that we may have given ourselves to someone. And... They're not moved by it. 
even in decent ways, they don't reciprocate. What to speak of being controlled by it? Prabhupada said, Krishna doesn't have the defect of impersonality. Personality means reciprocation. So we see Krishna reciprocate with his devotee. That's his strength. That's his personality. And, it, and, and we see that in the, in the main introduction to Krishna. So when Hanuman is describing this to Narada on his search, he becomes so enthusiastic. It's, it's so attractive. That my, our, my God is not impersonal. My God is conquered by love. And what to speak? What does that say about the devotee, the power of that devotee's love? So Narada is enthusiastic to describe Krishna in that way, but also he, he's glorifying the devotee who conquered God. How? By the force of his love. And if God wasn't conquered by the force of one's love, he'd be impersonal. But what to speak of one who has that degree of love? Sri, the, the, the sixth symptom of pure devotional service is Sri Krishna Karshani. Karshani means like Krishna. It means it even attracts Krishna. When love comes to the level of prema, Krishna becomes attracted. And therefore, the devotee in this beautiful way takes this sweet superior role And the example given, I know in that purport in the Nectar of Devotion, is Srimati Radharani is called Madan Mohan Mohini. Madan Mohan means the bewilderer of Cupid. And Radha becomes the bewilderer of the bewilderer of Cupid. So Hanuman, I'm going to meet someone who has that level of frame or Hanuman just discussing it becomes so enthusiastic a narrative is so enthusiastic aho maha prabho bhakta vatsalya bhara nirjita karoshevam apisviya Chita Karshika Chastita. O master of all masters. This is what he's enthusiastic about, <clears throat> Hanuman. You are conquered by your great affection for your devotees. This is how 
you attract their hearts. So what is attracting the hearts of the devotees? God's love for them. I made that point many, many times that not only the devotee love God, but God must love the devotees. Because if God's enjoyment is love, the greatest enjoyment of love um, is from those whom you love. Now Hanuman addresses Lord Krishna. You are the Lord of all lords of the universe, but you become a chariot driver and order carrier for the Pandavas. This is certainly possible because your love for your devotees makes you a slave. That's love. You just want to serve a person in any way possible. So there's the parallel to slave is completely under the control of, of, of a master's desire. And here it says, Hanuman says, you are the Lord of all lords of the universe, but you become a chariot driver and order carrier for the Pandavas. This is certainly possible because your love for your devotees makes you its slave. Having lost your in in independence, you're forced to do whatever your devotees want. End quote. On various occasions, the personality of Godhead has admitted his dependence on his devotees. For example, he once confessed to Durvas Muni, Aham Bhakta Paradino. Yes, Vantantra Ivadvija, Sadubir Grasta Ridayo, Bhaktir Bhakta Janapriya. Quote, I am completely under the control of my devotees. Indeed, I am not at all independent. Because my devotees are completely devoid of material desires, I sit only within the core of their hearts. What to speak of my devotees? Even the devotees of my devotees are very dear to me, end quote. Because the Lord's loss of independence pain the hearts of the... But doesn't the Lord's loss of independence pain the hearts of the devotees who love him? No, everything the personality of Godhead does attracts the devotee's heart, which he fills with pleasure. He acts only for the satisfaction of his devotees and is always careful to avoid causing them anxiety. Yeah, just like this surrender. Um, we should surrender. 
but not to any crazy person. We surrender to those who, who represent the truth. So God um, serves, he surrenders to his devotees. But who is he surrendering to? To those whom he loves, who love him more than their very life. And therefore we see always that Krishna is very considerate, he's very concerned for his devotees. Just like when he's in the coils of the Kaliya serpent and only his peacock feather can be seen. Um, but after a while he had to release himself he was enjoying actually the pastime he released himself because he saw the anxiety of the devotees Lord Chaitanya had these incredible ecstasies but he would appear to go mad and he would appear to be in such anxiety he would be crying for Krishna he was in the mood of Sri Radha which is considered so externally painful but at the same time the highest love but he wouldn't exhibit it during the day before his devotees because it would disturb them only at night with his confidential associates did his emotions come out the Vaishnavas are more than happy to see Krishna driving Arjuna's chariot and treating you because the exchanges of love between Krishna and the Pandavas glorify both the Lord and the servants he chooses to serve. So it's not weakness to surrender to someone out of love who is worthy of love. or is worthy of that degree of, of, of surrender. And therefore the devotees don't become disturbed when Krishna takes a subordinate position because it only shows it only shows the love in their hearts Like a parent, the Supreme Lord constantly fosters his devotee's spiritual development by everything he does. So you have the example of a mother. She is a slave to the child's, the young child's desire. Child wants to go to the bathroom. The mother has to take the child. The child wants to be fed. The child, the child has completely centered but that's a the mother's love and the greatest quality is your love 
I think, what is it, Mary Angelou? I mean, uh, I think that's her name, where she said that um, something like a great person is remembered more for how they more for how they made people feel than how much they accomplished. So this is actually the most attractive quality of someone is their love, which means their ability to serve and 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 and, and so that's what it means. Their ability to serve and dedicate themselves to the object of their love. So you see this in Krishna to the extent that he becomes a charioteer driver. It, it becomes, it, it's such a beautiful quality. Just like that Brahmin who was And he was crying, but he actually couldn't really read very well. And people said, but why are you crying? And he, and he just he just understood one thing, that Krishna had so much love in his heart. He's such a loving person that he became the chariot driver to Arjuna. So this is actually very significant. It's the first time we see Krishna. And this very quality more than his position, we see his personality, more than his power, material, his controlling power, we see his love and his subordination. And therefore he's always thinking of his devotees. And here it gives a verse like an attentive parent the Supreme Lord constantly fosters his devotee's spiritual development by everything he does. Muhurte napi samhartum shakto yadyaptanavam madbhaktanam vinodhartam karomi vividhakriya. Although fit to annihilate all the Donavas within a few minutes. I perform various pastimes just to entertain my devotee. This is Krishna to Durvasa. Just as a fish, the tortoise and the bird nourish their offspring by respectfully watching them, meditating on them, and, and keeping them in physical contact. So I do maintain my devotees, O lotus-born Brahma. It's taking me a little bit of time today. Um, what did I do today? I was really busy today. Really busy. Um, but I, I guess, you know, somehow or other, we're honing in on the point that the most attractive feature of God is that he's a person. And he's a supreme person. What is a person? A person is love. And he has a supreme love. And therefore, he's focused on the pleasure of his devotees. And in a relationship, Hanuman's saying with Pandava, because he's focused on love, he can take any position 
He can take any position relationship to devotee. And Hanuman, he's just meditating on this, and Narada is meditating on this, and, and thinking, what does that say about the Pandavas? Because this is his search for the, the, the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. What does that say about the Pandavas? That Krishna loves them so much that he'll do anything for them. It means that the Pandavas will do anything for Krishna. And therefore they want his heart. Mamapi paramam bhagyam partanam teshu madhyama bhimasheno mamabrata koniyam vayasapriya It is my greatest fortune that Prithu's middle son Bhimasen is also my dear younger brother. So this point was just made actually previously, I didn't cover it, but um, when the devotee is glorified, those who have relationship with the devotee are also glorified. Because relationship means they serve the devotee. So here it's talking about in a familial way, that's also very, very powerful. These are spiritual transcendental relationships. So he's saying, Paramam Agyam, my greatest fortune. Hanuman saying is that. Kunti's middle son is Bhima Seva, and he's also my younger brother. Because he was born from the wind god with Kunti, and I was also born from the wind god. Commentary, Hanuman has just finished describing himself as unfortunate, but by speaking about the Pandavas, he now considers himself transformed into a most fortunate person. Interesting. Hanuman saying, may Bhakta Nehihu, I'm not a devotee, but by glorifying the Pandavas without envy, with such fervor, then actually he becomes the most fortunate person. He said, before he says, I'm not fortunate, but now he became the most fortunate person. And the most fortunate person is one who glorifies the devotees. He praises his own good fortune, remembering that he and Bhima are both sons of the wind god. Bhima is the el second eldest of the five Pandavas, but among the Parthas, the three sons of Pandu's first wife, Kritu, his place by birth is in the middle. Mother Prithu is herself an intimate devotee of Krishna. So Hanuman is even more honored to remember that she is his aunt. By saying that Bhima is Kanyan 
Vayasa, inferior to himself in age, he subtly implies that Bhima is his superior in character. Hanuman admires Bhima so much because he considers Bhima the better devotee. So really, this is our, our, our standard, and it's coming out in this chapter, that the status of a person is the degree that he's selfless, serving, and his heart is filled with love. And not any other Janma, Aishvar, Shruti, Shribir, birth, aristocratic birth, opulence, beauty, material education, or education in general. As I said before, we're the soul, we're consciousness. We reach our perfection in service, not control and not power, but in service. Eighty-seven, swasir dhanadi sakyena yasam yag anukampata pena tasyar junasyapi priyomad rupavandvaja. Lord Krishna, by acts of his friendship, by giving his sister in marriage to the pond of Arjuna, showed Arjuna full mercy, and that Arjuna bears my image on the treasured flag of his chariot. Commentary, Lord Krishna's sister Subhadra is a direct expansion of his internal potency, and the Lord approved her marriage to Arjuna. Later in the Kurukshetra War, the Lord agreed to drive Arjuna's chariot. These favors distinguish Arjuna as the most dear to Krishna among the Pandavas. Therefore, Hanuman is proud to have his own image on Arjuna's flag, battle flag. I think that's where I'm up to today. Uh, okay. Jamuna Jai, are you still here? Yes, Maharaj. Thank you so much for class. Many, many uh, good. This was not a hearing... struggle. Oh, no. You, you always say it's a struggle, then it always comes out so nicely. <laughs> That's your technique. <laughs> okay. What point did you remember? I love the point, your point about envy, which I think is always so important. Um, how you stress that envy is why we're here in the first place because we envied God and we tried to be God. And that um, your point about envy is really about superiority that we think we're better than. So I, I always love that point about what envy is and that correlation of how do we spiritual lands up here in the first place. So I really, really like that a lot. Hmm. Yeah. 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 And, it's interesting that in one place, Paramahamsa is described as a person who is free from the propensity to criticize others. Because envy is in the heart and criticism is when it comes out. Mm. It's our tool 
Criticism is our tool to maintain superiority. Yeah, born of envy. Okay, that's great. Any, uh, any questions, Gail? Thank you, Maharaj. Actually, I'm actually pretty good today. Thank you also for class. What's that? I'm actually pretty good today, Maharaj, but thank you so much for the class. Pretty good. Nothing yeah. I said was creative today, so you couldn't <laughs> challenge me. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's May. You know, I'm going to start on Monday. No, on January 1st will be my ninth year of Monday morning greetings, you know. And uh, it's a real challenge because to be dynamic and have realizations and speak in an engaging way, you really have to remain fixed in Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, there's no strong realization. So that's the challenge. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. So great to hear from you today. Hare Bo, Tota. Hare Bo. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Krishna Amrita. Thank you so much. I love that you described Krishna as a loving person and his superiority in love when he is conquered but his devotees and fulfills his wishes because of great love that he has. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Haribao. Hare Krishna. Now they see everybody. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gauraj. Slogavinda. And Braja, thank you for thank class. Okay. Haribo. Haribo. <laughs> yeah, I head to Mayapur next week. Uh, nice to get Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Um, travels. Mm. Okay, I'm going to head out today. Okay. Vanshakalpa, Turubhyas, Chakrapasindu, Bebe, Chapatita.